I just want to I just want to share something that I'll pick up I think on what I believe God's saying so if you want to grab your seats I'm going to speak for a few minutes and the, the band are going to stay here so I can make them feel awkward <laughs> I think I think Shayla's um, Shayla's word there about God saying you're invited in is really quite significant and I think as we we're singing I just I felt God say welcome home and I want to expand a bit on that idea uh, there's this verse in the book of Galatians I believe where, where Paul says to the Christians now that you've come to know God or rather that you've come to be known by him and there's something so remarkable about that that we are those who who don't we don't just brag and say I know God but we're those who can say I'm known by him he knows you he's near to you that is a wonderful, wonderful reality. You, we, you and I are those who are known by God. Nothing happens in your life without him being aware of it. We could say that that's true of everyone. But for us, for those who are in Christ, who've put their hope in the Messiah, Jesus, he knows you intimately. He's become your father. He's not just your Lord. He's your dad. I was talking to someone uh, on Friday who's um, not long been in the country and, uh, and they come from a culture very different from this one. And I said to them, uh, well done for surviving a year in England and I suppose getting to know English ways. Uh, I said I think everything you need to know about English people is summed up in the characters in... Um, the Hobbit. Uh, English people, we are basically hobbits. <laughs> we like our comforts and our 11 o'clock snacks and our cups of tea, 11s. We like our homes to be nice and you know, neat and tidy. And, and it struck me as I was reflecting on that conversation um, just then that um, in the book, The Hobbit, Bilbo leaves his home to go on this adventure and he leaves it to go and help some other people get their home back and the concept of home comes up time and time again in the book Bilbo's longing for his home um, the people that he's trying to help are going towards their home and that's intentional on the part of the person who's writing it to make the point about the human heart that you and I we crave a sense of home of being at home Many of us know what it feels like to, to live with a sense of disquiet in our hearts. Sometimes it feels as strong as insecurity. Sometimes it's quieter than that. But there's a sense of disquiet, discomfort, a sense of not quite fitting in wherever we go. I'm in a church where there's many people who've moved from their country of origin and have resettled here. You know what it's like. Even after years of living here, where the, the stuff makes sense of what goes on in the culture. You understand how to operate in British society, but there's still a longing of, I don't feel at home. This doesn't feel like my people. They don't, I don't get them. They don't get me. And that experience, that if you're a, someone who's moved country, you know that personally, that ex, uh, like physically, that experience is a human one. And we're at an age 
and a, a stage, I think, in, in our society where we've lost our story. We've lost who we are. We don't have a particularly long understanding of history. We're maybe taught in history about World War II, maybe, and then a big gap before that. We're taught about what went on in the, the Tudor period and the early modern era, or maybe the Industrial Revolution. But that still doesn't feel like our story. We're a people who are disconnected from a story and a sense of belonging. And what that means is we live with a sense of homelessness in the world. What the Bible says is that that homelessness isn't because of a culture we don't understand. It isn't even because of um, a history that we don't get. It's because our home isn't a physical place at all. Our home is a person and we've been cut off from that person, a loving father. And what we celebrate today is that message of come in. But having come into the hallway, the person beckons us further in and says, you can come and explore the house more. And I just feel God would want to say to many of you this morning, you know this, you've been invited into this house. I'm talking in metaphor. This house is your home if you want it. The Father says to you, welcome home. Well, I, don't, I haven't paid for this home. I can't live here and belong here. Two days ago, we celebrated, or we remembered Good Friday, the implication of that. And on Good Friday, Jesus, he enacted a, a daring moment of rescue where he offered his life as a ransom for all lives. Jesus, a Jewish man, part of the Jewish people, said on behalf of the Jewish God, who claims to be the God of everything, on behalf of him, this death is an invitation to everyone, Gentiles and Jews and Greeks and barbarians of the day. It's an invitation to everyone. You can come home. The human race has an original pair, an original origin. The origin of the species is not the lower life forms. The origin of the species is the first human pair that God breathed into at some point. In our distant past, he breathed into a human pair and said, you now bear my image and likeness in the world. Go and steward this world. Go and represent me to the, to the world as ambassadors of mine. But we didn't. And as a result of our rebellion, we were cast out of a home with God. And you see... In the beginning, the, the Bible's pictures of that home was a garden in which we walked in the cool of the day with God. And in the resurrection story, when Mary first sees Jesus after the empty tomb, she mistakes him for the gardener, and there's no accident there. And actually, I, I, had, I had this written down. I'll read this. This was um, G.K. Chesterton, the English writer from 100 years ago. He said this, On the third day, the friends of Christ came at daybreak and they found the grave empty and the stone rolled away. In varying ways, they realized the new wonder, but even they hardly realized that the world had died in the night. What they were looking at 
was the first day of a new creation with a new heaven and a new earth. And in the image of the gardener, God walked again in the garden, in the cool not of evening but of the dawn. The Easter story is, is a repackaging, a development of that original story. In the beginning, we were cast out of a garden, but in the new creation, we've been beckoned back into the garden. And God wants to speak to you this morning. If, you're, if, you're, if you haven't been here for a while, if you haven't been part of a church community anywhere, if you've, you think, well, I used to have a faith in my distant past. I used to believe something. And I feel slightly awkward about coming back to church, perhaps, because it's been so long. God would say, welcome home. Or maybe you're someone who would say, I'm, I don't really know much about God. I'm exploring Christianity. I've got lots of questions. God would say, welcome home. There are some things that we work out on the journey, on the road. There's a lot in our lives that we work out in the living of our lives, a lot. I'll be the first to put my hand up and say, I've got tons of questions, tons of things I wrestle with, but I work those things out on the road. I take my seat in the home that God has prepared. And all of that because not, of, not just of Good Friday, but Easter Sunday and what it means for us. I'd love to pray and I'd love to invite us to sing again. I know it's perhaps not a normal pattern of how we do things, but I believe God really wants to speak to some of you through just that image, that idea of what Easter's about. It's a new start. And it's what God did in the garden. You see, if Good Friday's about this rescue, then Easter Sunday's God entering into the rhythm of life that we see with birth and death and new life. He enters into that. And he breaks it. He says it's not an eternal cycle that just goes on. Now this is happening to a human being and it's a statement that history's heading somewhere, that this king will return one day. But Easter Sunday, God enters into the world. He shows he's king of everything. He's king of the created world. He's master over death. For those of you who live in fear of the grave, he's master over that. For those of you who long for something thick and real and of substance in this world. He's master over that and he offers it. For those of you who are bored with religion, you think God's got nothing to offer me. Easter Sunday says there is limitless potential in God. Limitless power. Imagine the most difficult and scary thing in your life. Well, we already know what it is. It's the grave. That's the thing that terrifies you. That's the thing that you won't stare at and think about. That's the reason you often go to work and buy new houses and watch shows endlessly on Netflix is because you're terrified of death. And of that, he says, I'm master of it. The master of the universe. The creator enters your story and invites you, come home with me. Bring your questions, bring your doubts. Let this be part of your story. Let's pray. Almighty God, creator of heaven and earth and everything in the earth and everything under the earth, we hear your invitation from Easter Sunday. Come home. Come home. Come home. 
Let me remove your shame. Let me remove your guilt. Let me cover you with honor. And let's work this out together. But let's do it from a place of inclusion. Let's do it from a place of home. Father, I ask that you'd come and speak more to my dear friends in the room, those who know you and don't know you. God, come. Come to them. It says of God, a bruised reed he will not break. A smoldering wick he will not snuff out. He's a gardener who doesn't just rip things out. He's a gardener who tends and nurtures. Father, we thank you for that. We're going to stand and respond and sing. As we do that, I want you to do it not just because I guess I've told you to, but to do it as an act of, God, I stand before you. Your eyes are upon me. And I want to know more. I want to know you. As we stand, we stand before the God who's come, who we have come to be known by. And this is our song of response. Let's stand together.